welcome to the Broly Commissioner Cast Podcast. I am your host, the Corrupt Commissioner Joe, joined alongside my co-commissioner Brian. Hey Joe, uh, or as otherwise we know you as Best Commissioner. You're rolling with that name from Best now on. Best Commissioner. Happy commissioner. Thanksgiving, Brian. Happy Thanksgiving, Joe. On Thanksgiving Day, a pre-Turkey Bowl uh, podcast here. I think we have a lot to be thankful I, for I, right I now. I think we do. I think there's a lot of thankful things going on. Um, uh, l- very wild week, crazy very. week in uh, fantasy. We got to come up, go over. Let's just go right into it with our usual injury pop-ups. Uh, we're gonna go first big one. I think um, probably the biggest one of the week is uh, Joe Mixon get it going out uh, last week with a concussion. He's getting out of that game early and uh, not what you want to see uh, from the five-time uh, t- touchdown player that he was before the bye. Yep. Good thing is, I mean, good thing, bad thing, it is only a concussion, only a concussion. Yeah. Um, but it, if anything, he's only going to be out this week, hopefully. Mm. Mm. Um, so luckily it's quick turnaround, but, you know, you never want to see a player go down with a head injury. No, of course, of course. And then for the same team, Chris, we have Mike Williams going. He just got back from this yep. and it's still bothering him, the high ankle sprain. Uh, goes out uh, mid, I think, beginning of the first half of the game. Really? Yeah, it was, it really, was very really, early. Really, he only had like two points. Yeah, um, unfortunate. Then we have Kadarius Tony going down with the hamstring. Um, no reports yet. He wasn't on the practice field today. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't had any updates, but he's looking to miss time going forward. Right. Um, you have Justin Fields going down um, with a shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I think non-throwing shoulder. Not dislocated, but there is some tearing yeah. on some of the ligaments. And with the way he was being hurt, I'm surprised it's not more. So I think yep. he got away lucky with that one. But it's he's trending to unlikely to play, which sucks, um, especially for Chris again. More for Chris, yeah. yeah. Um, luckily, he has Joe Burrow. Not but a good run. Uh, Justin Fields was the most dynamic player for the past few weeks. 100%. Uh, so that's a big blow just to, to football in general. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a couple IR stints. We have uh, CH going down with a high ankle sprain. So he's going to be on the IR for at least four weeks. 100%. Yeah. And then you have Kyle Pitts going down with an MCL tear. He's going to go for surgery. He's out for the season. Out for the season. Yeah. And that's big hits to uh, Kevin and Mike, respectively. Kevin, a little thankful that he doesn't have to worry about that anymore because he's been on the fence about even trusting CEH as he tried to we- last week so that's an easy one for him but Mike getting Kyle Pitts uh, losing that he's uh, definitely going to want to look for a tight end on the waivers coming up but uh, let's just go right into the um, the first matchup of the week here the, or the first matchup of last week it would be uh, Joe's game versus Lolly Joe blowing up again with the 160.36 to Lolly's 132.59 back-to-back high scores of the week yes it's my revenge like I said last time it's my revenge tour um, <laughs> maybe that rant was for a reason Joe maybe it was for a yep. reason and not only that, last week was revenge week across the across the board. Yeah, yeah. So teams versing their predecessor from week two, uh, four and one. Yeah, four and one. Not so not bad. Lolly took the the win in week two. I came back and went on one. Um, big plays from a lot of my team actually. Yes. Uh huh. Um, it was a little scary. Uh, it sucks for Lolly. My he, prediction almost came true. I yeah. said that your your triple stack was going to get under forty, and halfway through the Kansas City game, it looked like that might be the case. It was almost the case <laughs> until Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey decided yes. to remind the league who they are. Of course, of course. Uh, Mahomes getting twenty seven and a half points, Kelsey getting thirty two and a half points. So they combined alone um, for fifty, nope, sixty points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I mean, looking at your team, it was like you said, the 60 points from Mahomes and uh, uh, Kelsey. But then, yeah, Christian McCaffrey got a got a solid 15 with uh, George Kittle being the star of the show over yep. there that week. Uh, Zeke got 17.2. You had uh, Chris Watson getting the 19.1 on the Thursday night game that we already talked about. Yep. And then you had uh, your uh, kicker, uh, Brent Mayer, going off for 23 points, Joe. Yeah. Uh, going into the week, 
deciding almost not to play a kicker. Yeah, which um, we talked about. Picked up Brett Mayher ten minutes before the Cowboys game, mm-hmm. and that was a big, a big move. Uh, really worked out. Yeah, really, really worked out. You did have some downsides. Tony obviously got out with that um, high ankle sprain early. Hamstring, that, uh, hamstring. Sorry. Yep. Uh, did only got zero points for you there. Uh, Melvin Gordon got uh, just under ten. Which and you know, for Melvin, fair. that's what that's, that's what we wanted. That's what you picked him up for, really. And then Ceedee Lamb was the big uh, oof. That one that was only seven points on that Dallas game. But I mean, you know, you had the kicker to back it up. So. Yeah, it was that. I I'm not worried about Ceedee Lamb um, no. because this. Was a a they were Dallas right. Cowboys wrecked the Minnesota Vikings forty to three. Yeah, forty to three. You're not going to see a lot from your receivers yeah, in that game and if you're on the winning side of that. Bec- uh, Tony Pollard and Zeke were going off, so TD Lamb wasn't really needed. He was five for five. Yeah, on yeah. his reception, so you love to see that. Uh-huh. Just didn't get the volume because they were up so much, and yeah. Minnesota was putting up no. Resistance at all. Yep. And um, but on the other side of the ball, Lolly, who yep. put up a very respectable 132, would have beat a lot of other people on the league this week. He he got some good points. He picked up uh, Daniel Jones, got yes. 25 points. Great pickup from him. Uh, Saquon, because Daniel Jones does have that high scoring, he got a couple of those rushing touchdowns. Yep. Saquon only got five, but you know you're going to have those up and down games from Saquon. Um, I mean, going into that game, Giants, it was a bad game for the Giants. Yes. Yeah. He, even Daniel Jones for three quarters of the game was looking like a terrible start. Yeah. Um, he was able to get a bunch of yardage Some and, garbage and an extra touchdown yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the fourth quarter, which really boosted his score. Uh, A.J. Dillon, like we spoke about on the last podcast, did terrible in the yeah. in Thursday night game. But, um, but you had a big game from De- Devontae Adams mm-hmm. with 29 points. Yep. He, he started off the game with 17 points. Okay. You would know. Yep. M- midway through the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Up until the last play, it went to overtime, right? That game, I believe so. Yes, In, into overtime points. I think he only had nineteen points. Really, and then he busted. And then up. he had a big. I think it was like sixty-five yard touchdown Catch and run. Yeah, jeez. Well, that I mean that'll that'll do it, and that's kind of what Devontae Adams was known for, even in Green Bay. So you're you're gonna see expect that kind of production yep. for him to hit your first round draft pick. Uh, but then he's also got Allen Robinson, who we said he probably should have played. Uh, he got um, twelve points with. Uh, uh, Cooper Cup being out for a little bit, and then Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford and Stafford, yeah, yeah. So that was really good to see. And then and then he had Pickens and his kicker got Pickens got sixteen and his kicker got thirteen point five. Yeah, and the biggest thing, the reason why I picked up a kicker was because the Patriots beat the Jets on a punt return kick down, uh, kickoff yeah. or punt return. Yeah, yeah. Um, get the touchdown. So that was um, big defensive points. For so that scared – that put a little fear in me, yeah. so I had to go make a kicker move. Yeah, yeah. And then, like I said, I mean, you guys played very well. The only thing that you would even be able to switch out would be like half a point from your defense on Lolly's side. And for you, I don't think there was really anything you could have done unless you projected uh, a uh, If C. I would have played Paris Campbell over C.D. Lamb yeah, for but you're two not do- points. you're not doing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I think it was a very good showing from both of you. I think both of you have no reason to really worry moving ahead for this week's game. And I, I think, think was, Wally might a little bit on his schedule, but his team did play very well. He was the yes. third highest scoring team in the league. Just a rough matchup. A hundred percent. So so yeah, I mean that that we'll talk about the matchups moving forward, but uh very good game for both of you. Joe takes away the win, which you said you're on your revenge tour. Yep. Like to see it. Um, next matchup we're going to go to, it's going to be my matchup with Chris. It's, I took the win 143.94 to Chris's 83.37 with a name change to Chris after he did this, almost did the same to me, coming back from the bachelor party week two with Stefan Diggs in that ball of game week two. Wally's score got changed again. Uh, it was 133.09. Well, um, yeah. yeah, so, you know, that last week, commissioners, best commissioners, um, both of us uh, yeah. getting the highest scores. Jeez. Um, my team showed up. Your team showed up after a disappointing <laughs> Uh, two weeks prior to this. Yeah, right? 
Um, yeah, so you had Dak Prescott, 20, 20 points, a mm-hmm. uh, good game from him. You had Chris Olave, 18.7. Nice game. Uh, Mooney got that first touchdown of that game, mm-hmm. uh, 10.9. Yep. Um, then you had Pacheco at 10. And the big plays, uh, your special teams, Tyler Bath, 26 points. Yes. Cowboys defense, 15 points. Yep. And then the biggest surprise, you played Jamal Williams over DeAndre Swift. Sat Swift. 24 points on three touchdowns. Yeah, and Swift only got 10.7. So until until uh, Swift gives me a reason to trust him, this is probably going to be the move where I'm trading Swift as the backup to uh, Jameson Williams because I, there's no way I can trust I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know if he's hurt, but he also got out-touched by the third string. Yep. So there, there's no way I can trust him moving forward, and this is probably going to be the way my Swift, my Lions running back combo is going to sit from now on starting Jamal Williams. Yeah, and you made the right move because at one point you did say – that you thought about sitting both Swift and Williams yes. in order to play Drake London, and you made the right move here. Yeah, I was looking at Drake London's matchup. I thought Chicago was going to be a little hard for him. Uh, Atlanta, as much as I like Drake London, Drake London's more of like a keeper for next year than yeah. really a play this year. He so. did get a touchdown. He did. He but did. he only had one reception for two yards. Exactly. So that's that's nothing. To, and then, obviously, if I sat Williams, that would have been uh, not the best look for yeah. me. Uh, Chris didn't put up a slouching game. He did have those injuries with Mixon going out and Williams yeah. and uh, Rondo more didn't help him with the negative point six on the uh monday night game. yeah it looks like he had he had one catch for minus six yards rondell Moore, mm-hmm. and, and then i think he went out with a uh with a groin injury so oh. he didn't even get a chance to make that up so it's really injury heavy over there on yeah the so chris team. chris injuries he had mixing go down with the concussion mike williams down with the ankle yeah or the the yeah the ankle sprain yep and then rondell Moore with the groin plus he had a heavy uh bye week last week mike yes. evans and Daryl Henderson on by. Yeah. Um, so there wasn't really much Chris could do. Uh, I mean, Justin Fields. Also injured in that game. All, yeah, also <laughs> injured. Uh, we, I said he was going to get under 17 points. He was at 22 points. So it brought, him, it brought him a lot closer than the yeah, 40 yeah. points he was going. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was just a down week for Chris. Yeah. Um, he's going to actually have to hope. Um, some of his guys get healthy because – I feel like this is the point where Chris's team could start to slide. A little bit. I mean, the injuries, uh, this many injuries this late in the game is a little rough, especially when your bench is as tight as Chris's is, holding on to both those uh, yeah. defenses and uh, the uh, double quarterback. Obviously, he's going to need it now with the quarterback switch. But um, I think a trade or something could be in Chris's um, window, hopefully before uh, this week's over, because obviously this is the trade yeah. deadlines. If not, then he, I think he'll be playing a lot of waiver wire work, use the rest of that money they like that he flashed on uh, – uh, on uh, fields. Yep. So going into it, Chris is uh, two games out of um, the bubble. Yes. So one win, he essentially guarantees himself a spot in the playoffs. In the playoffs. He just needs to find that win uh, yeah. with three games left to go. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting because as as we'll get into later, this this bubble is so close. Everybody, mm-hmm. there's no despairing teams. Nobody's out of it. Nobody's locked in yet. It's a very uh, strong schedule, and I, I just I got my revenge on Chris. The good thing for two, Chris, so. the look ahead is he does have Johnny this week. Yes. So if you're gonna face anybody, you're, you're gonna, gonna want to face Johnny. Anybody. Yep. Though Johnny is on a two-game winning streak, so we'll see how that holds up going forward. And uh, speaking of Johnny, and speaking of that winning streak he's got, we got Johnny beating Dom. Johnny got in 117.75 to Dom's 181.4, and I think this is Johnny's highest scoring week of the season. Not only Johnny's highest scoring week of the season, but I think this is a lot more to do with Dom's team than Johnny's team, really. Yeah, Dom's team has been on a skid since since the wedding weekend where he put up 180 points. Mm-hmm. Dom has scored 101, mm-hmm. 
eighty, nope, seventy nine and a half. Seventy nine and a half, and then eighty one point four. And looking at his team, I don't like it, and I don't I mean, see okay. the positives. Okay, so um, so looking at Dom, let's look at uh, John. Actually, you know what? Let's look at Johnny's team first. Yeah, Johnny's team is a lot more easier to analyze. He Justin has, Herbert, nineteen point two points. Yeah. Um, Better than where he has been. Yep. Looking, uh, and that was against Kansas City. Um, yeah. Ended up being match. a good shootout. Uh, he does have Keenan Allen back, which is going to help him moving forward. Yeah. Uh, Cordell Patterson, 10.9 points. Um, he did lose a fumble, so we'll see how he g- is moving forward. But he looks like he's kind of stepping in to be the main back yep. over there again. You have T. Higgins, who put up 148 points on nine receptions for 19 points. What you want to see from him. Yeah, we'll with see Jamar Chase out. We'll see how he is. Uh, Jamar Chase is back at practice. We'll see if he plays this week. But I think even T. if he Higgins does play, it'll, is be, is it'll be limited. Actually, likes when Jamar Chase plays because then if Jamar Chase is on at all, he'll be drawing the top coverage. T. Higgins will be getting a little more open, so yep. you'd want to see that. George Kittle, twenty-two points uh, with two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. Good, good, good matchup there. Devin Singletary scores a touchdown, sixteen points. Yep. Um, so for Johnny, this was a really good game. He did have some downs with uh, Deonta Foreman only getting two points, which I said uh, the combo of Foreman and Patterson were going to get under twenty. Yep. They only got, you know, 13 points. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the other thing it hurts to see, but I understand some of it, is Johnny has 50 points on his bench between two players with Najee Harris and Joshua Palmer. I don't think you can blame either of those. Joshua Palmer was supposed to be um, a third string after Mike Williams, Mm -hmm. but Mike Williams getting injured early gave him all the targets that Williams would have drew. That's unfortunate. And then Najee Harris, I understand that Christian gave him a little bit of the inside that Najee Harris was going to be the guy who's going to get the ball this week, but after 12 or 11 weeks of trusting Najee Harris and getting – 10 points, 4 points, and just getting some middling numbers. You have to send him at one point. Of course, he blows up on Johnny's bench for 25. And now Jalen Warren, who has been getting some snaps behind Najee, mm. is out. Yes. Um, he did get hurt last week. So, so it is unfortunate that he blew up on your bench, but you know moving forward that he's probably you a safer You have to start play. him. He's a safer it's, play. Yeah, you have to start him, especially at the end of the season. Yes. Looking at Dom's team, he had Jalen Hurts 24 points. Great game from him. Yep. But actually terrible game. Like. Well, stat-wise, it was good. 25 points from a quarterback's not bad. Yes, but yeah. look, real life, he looked terrible. Okay. Uh, he just did a lot on the ground uh, to, to boost his points. Alvin Kamara, 10 points. Mm. Uh, Debo had a good game with 18 points. Uh, Darius Slayton with 11. Yep. But the rest of the team, uh, Dom's team, flat-out stunk. Yeah, I mean, it was Damian Pierce putting up three points. Um, A.J. Brown putting up seven. Uh, Trey McBride, who he's putting in for Zach Ertz, only put up 3.4. Uh, Jacoby Myers putting up a seven point, which is eh. And then his special teams, Graham Gano and the Broncos. not played anybody. Yeah, Graham Gano and the Broncos put up negative uh, three and a half points. Jeez. Uh, I mean, I would say Dom needs to make a move, because, but he has, and we'll get into that. He made a yep. trade. But moving forward with the players he has left on his bench, Kamara, like, I've, I can't state enough how much Kamara doesn't look like his old self. Yep. And especially because uh, they don't have Drew Brees there to lead the team. I feel like that there's some kind of questionable offensive like just bubble there that everybody's trying to exploit i don't like it damian pierce i think that it was just a down game for him he's been usually pretty good well the biggest problem with kamara is he has week 14 by well that's that's another issue that we'll also talk about later but yes kamara does have a week 14 by so you can't lean on him going into and the he has tough defenses moving forward he has san francisco this week and then tampa bay now and then a bye now granted dom didn't have fournette and he didn't yep. and he didn't have uh white whoever plays on there with fournette being injured and the backfield kind of shifting um and he also um still holding on to Odell, which I understand from a fantasy perspective, but yep. when you're trying to make the playoffs and you're in the bubble and you're losing games and you got back-to-back under 100 weeks, or Odell is not the person you... I mean, 
what's he going to do? Save you in the Sacco Bowl? Like, I yeah, mean, that, I, don't that's, know. I don't, I don't see the potential there. But he did make a trade. We'll get into it with the with the recaps next week. Either way, Johnny picks up a second win in a row. Dom still slides. Much we'll needed win for Johnny. Yes. Keeps himself doubles his percentage points. Yes, doubles his percentage to stay in the playoffs. And hey, win a win this week puts him should put him either at it could put him at six. No, he's not going to pass anybody. But he'll be with that group fighting he'll, for that last yeah, playoff he'll, spot. Yeah, he'll be right there. So as long as Johnny keeps winning, he'll keep on keeping his playoff dreams alive. But moving on to the next group, we have or the next match, we have Christian versus Mike. This one, Christian pulls out all the stops against Mike, getting one fifteen point fifty eight to Mike's ninety nine point thirteen. Another under hundred week. Another from Mike. Another point change. Uh, one fifteen seventy three. Okay. Well, still, it's that. It's. Still Christian's game. Yep. Mike's still under 100 points. How scared are you for Mike's team moving forward for the playoff bubble spot? I don't like it, uh, especially with the injuries piling up now. Um, now he's had Cooper Cup go down. He's had Kyle Pitts go down. He he traded away Christian McCaffrey. Um, overall, and and the, the biggest thing is Mike is going to get hammered during the week 14 by yes and the thing is that he's also not putting any money on the waivers that we've seen the last three weeks and mm-hmm. he hasn't been making any pickups the last three weeks outside of some bench player moves here or there yeah i mean he had he lost cooper cup he lost he lost kyle pitts this week yep. it's just things that you don't see him making the active moves or if he does it's like oh after everybody took the guys that are good this week let me just pick up some scraps trash. yeah exactly yep and cr- luckily christian faced mike this week he did get the win not his best showing of the week but what can we say christian is on a six game winning Yes. Um, he had a good game from Austin Eckler, 17 points. David Montgomery, 19. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, 11. Um, Tony Pollard, big scorer of the week, 33.9. Um, but he did have some downsides. He had to play Russell Wilson mm-hmm. with um, Kyler out. He only got 10 points. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to see that in your quarterback position. Garrett no. Wilson, abysmal game by the Jets, scores 2.2 points. I mean, I don't think anybody could have projected that low, but that does suck to see that go. Cole Komet, which we're kind we of both, upset about. We both played, said play Cole Komet. You put the money on for him. He's been rolling with Justin Fields. Unfortunately, gets five points with yep. uh, Pat Faramuth on the bench with 12. That's just bad luck there. And then Tyler Boyd with five points. Yeah, and then, you know, his uh, kicker and defense got combined 11. Um, going forward, I like Chris, Christian team a lot. Obviously, the week he went against Mike, he had the big buys. Tyreek Hill's on by. He had Christian Kirk on by. Those are two of his kind of solid rocks. And he was missing Kyler Murray. I think getting those back and then having the option to flex in uh, Watson if Murray's injury is still ling- lingering, week 13 and on, I think Christian set him up pretty, pretty himself, set himself up pretty well for the playoffs. Yeah, Jesus. and <laughs> not even just for the playoffs. He's, he's setting himself up pretty good for next year with – Hundred percent keeper moves. Yeah, yeah. I like I like a lot of his moves for next year, future look and future like week look. It's pretty much the opposite of what we're seeing from Mike over here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because Mike's team, he's he's rolling with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers got twenty points, but it's not a twenty points I'd be like you know excited Happy. about. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he's got Josh Jacobs, who's been showing up uh, despite you not liking Josh Jacobs in the draft. He's been showing up pretty much weekly after a couple weeks. Yep. He got seventeen point I mean, five. Josh Jacobs could be a good fourth round pick. He could, but you know, you know. Um. Uh. And then he had the stack of AJ, uh, I'm sorry, AJ, uh, Antonio Gibson and uh, Scary Terry, They uh, Gibson got 11.8 and Terry got 7.6. Devontae Smith, the newly acquired trade um, addition, got the 10.8. Pitts obviously went down in that game. He only got five. 
Aaron Jones got 11, Lazar got 8, and then Mike's kicker got 11, and his Vikings defense got minus 3.75. Damn, his Vikings defense got more negative points than Dom's kicker and defense combined. combined. Yeah, I mean, I, personally, I don't understand the defense play from Mike. I know you just got him from Joe in that trade, but at the Dallas same time... Dallas is high-powered. Yeah, Dallas is a high-powered, high-scoring, no-nonsense offense that you just can't... I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be okay starting defenses against them unless, like you're very confident with the rest of your team. Yeah, I think he was in a no-win situation there because even if he didn't trade for um, the Vikings, yeah, uh, he recently had the Giants defense who also scored negative points. Right. So Okay, so he would he would have been lose-lose unless he went off the waivers anyway, but looking forward to head to Mike's team, he has very- I will say, if anybody is looking for a defense, luckily, I mean, unfo- kind of unfortunately for me and you, Brian, because um, we're kind of stuck in our defense, Yeah, Washington Commanders. Yeah, the Commanders have been pretty good with the defense this year. Low key, they might be. But I wouldn't trust that. I would you trust picking up the Commanders if you have both Commanders, running back and wide receiver starters? No, Commanders. But have a, they Commanders do have a great game. They do, do have. Do have, have a, they do have a juicy schedule. They do. Uh, they a, do have the Week 14 bye, but they do have a juicy. They schedule do have a juicy up. schedule. Um, but but looking forward ahead on Mike's team, you have Marcus Mariota on the. Oh, he's the only other sub for Aaron Rod, for Aaron Rodgers, who's playing Thursday on a short week this yep. week, which I wouldn't trust a lot. Um, you have Kareem Hunt, who's sitting behind Nick Chubb. I mean, that's always going to be a one B situation over there. You have James Robinson, who only scored a point in that Jets game. I know that Jets game was abysmal, but still. Yep. Um, and then you have MVS, who's sitting over there. In Kansas City, even with the Tony injury, I don't think I could trust the that. The Tony, the Juju, yeah, Tony Juju injury. They're no both going to come back. Kill. They're both going to come back. So, yeah. and then he's got Jerry Judy and Njoku to plug in immediately for Pitts, which is a good thing, I guess. But yeah. I mean, now you got Pitts and sitting on your IR or dropped for the season. Like, I don't know. Like, what are you going to do? I think Mike's got to make a move. I think he's got to make a very big move very quickly. Yeah, and I, I think he does too. I don't think he knows what to do though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I was him, I'd probably look to trade one of the. Commanders, I'd look, I'd look to trade Scary Terry or Gibson. That's the easy move. I just don't know if anybody wants him. I, That's the hardest part. I think that some people, if you need a, if you need a running back, and you're looking at Antonio Gibson, I th- except for me because I have Brian Robinson, I yeah. think, I think he'd be a decent ten pointer. I think he'd be a good spot for Kevin. Yeah, Kev, Kev could take Antonio Gibson. Trade for Kevin. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Either way, we'll talk, we'll talk more about because we'll, we'll have way more after the trades lines up and stuff like that. But uh, uh, Christian gets the win over Mike. Christian. Pretty much picking up the guaranteed bubble protection if he wins yep. next week, but the win here is very, very good for Mike and very scary, or very good for Christian. Very scary. Yeah, for Mike. you know Christian was our Sacco pick, um, but in, he's in, lo- in the he's draft. In the draft. In this. In the in the draft. In but the draft. He's <laughs> looking like he could end up being the uh, first round buy. I mean, he going was into it. He. We'll have to review that that uh, that draft recap that we yep. did because we're going to have to definitely do another one at week 14 yep. but or after week 14 but I still think that Christian's team is very much more boom than bust at this point and he's yeah. been showing it with the win streaks that he's gotten so but, either way moving on to the last matchup of the week and the matchup of last week it was going to be Kevin versus Gooby Kevin's going 131 to Gooby's 125 Kevin picking up that all-important win on that Monday Night Meltdown matchup. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brandon Ayuk coming through for him with two touchdowns. Um, Did he have anybody else playing? He had James Conner, who also got a touchdown, um, getting him the points he needed to beat Gooby. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, no, good matchup from him all around. Yeah, and I will say that it's no fault on Gooby. Gooby made some – he made the moves, he made the preparation, and he made it happen. This was a – Bare knuckle brawl and something that came down to the last seconds of the Monday night game. I really, really like this matchup. It was very interesting to watch overall. Yeah. Going through it, we got Kevin with the Lamar Jackson, uh, Mark Andrews stack. Jackson got 15. Uh, Mark Andrews got uh, 10. So not 
great. Not, great, not what you but, want to see, but it's way better than his Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson stack with that uh, with that Minnesota game. Holy crap! Um, I said that Dalvin Cook was going to get under five. It was Justin Jefferson that got under five. Yep. Uh, Justin Jefferson puts up four point eight. Dalvin Cook gets seven point two. Not much better than your five yeah. point call. <laughs> yeah, not much better. Um, like you said, he had James Conner coming in with twelve. Amari um, Cooper though proved he can play on a road game. Hold on, technically. Hold on. <laughs> Two road games. <laughs> we we said there was a chance since it's double road game. Double road. It goal. could. Um, They're the factory it, home it, team. It could even out. Plus, Cleveland is closer to Detroit than oh, Buffalo is. I see. That's what it is. Either way, Amari Cooper did put up the twenty-seven point three, getting getting a massive uh, point victory for Kevin. Uh, he Who had, also Kevin has now stated is on the no trade. I mean, list. I would too. He's very good, though. I would be a little wary on what happens when Deshaun Watson gets back. Yeah. New quarterback changeup could, could be good, though. Could be good. Could be good. Could be really bad, though. It's always a toss-up in the air when the quarterbacks get mixed around. Yep. If they start him right away, uh, but then he had Brandon Ayuko fifteen, Kenyon Drake put up six point three, and then McPherson, uh, McPherson who he yep. picked up this week. Got him the victory with the 18.3, and the Ravens defense put up a solid 15. I think it was a very good showing yeah. overall for Kevin. And Gooby's team, no no slouch. I mean, no. he was the, what, the fourth or fifth highest scoring team yeah. this week? Yeah, yeah, uh, Josh Allen, I mean, with Lamar Jackson, both both uh, both quarterbacks underperformed. He only mm. had 12 and a half points. Yeah. But you had big scores from Derrick Henry at 24 mm-hmm. uh, points, Jonathan Taylor at, at 15. Uh, Cortland Sutton got double digits with 10. Uh Devon, uh, Peoples, Donovan People Jones yeah, gets fourteen point six. Great pickup from Gooby. Dawson Knox at ten. Ramondre at, at eleven. Um, and his kicker got fourteen. I mean, the 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 biggest. I think the best move Gooby played was actually picking up Justin Watson. Didn't expect this from him, but he ends up getting at eight point two points yeah. from somebody that was on the waiver wire. Uh, played over people on his bench, which was the right move because McKenzie got zero points. Neheim yep. Himes got negative points. Yeah. Um, and Juju was still out with that concussion yeah. from last week. So, so good game. Uh, I mean, most of his, uh, pretty much everyone scored double digits. He just didn't have the high double digits besides Derrick Henry. Yeah, and then Kevin's bench was the same way. He was pretty much starting non-starters over down there. It's nobody you could have traded in. I think Kevin played pretty much to the strengths of his team as well. Like I said, it was a very good matchup and something that... Closest matchup of the week, def- down to the wire. Yep, down to the wire, and both bo- very important matchups because that brings Gooby down to the bubble, to the bottom of the bubble cusp yep. and brings Kevin back up to the bottom of the bubble cusp even though he's still fighting towards... He's punching up at this point. So yep. we'll see how that goes moving forward. So wrapping this up, we have our big brain plays. We have at number one Mike sitting James Robinson. So you, so we talked about this a little earlier um, on last week's podcast. Uh, James Robinson coming off the bye, being one of the stronger guys in that backfield, getting the points. Um, we figured, hey, he's fully rested. He's going to have a decent game. Only got a point. I know that Jets game was pretty bad, but nobody could have really predicted that. Apparently, yep. Mike did. He sat James Robinson, only got one point on his bench. I like it a lot. Um, I think that that was definitely a good move on Mike for his roster changes. Uh, second big brain play of the week, I'm going to say that Gooby picking up uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Peoples-Jones. That was, I think, one of the better wide receiver pickups outside of waivers. He didn't pay anything for him. Yeah. So I think that was a great um, after waivers clear. Let's see who's there. Ooh, let me snatch this guy move. I really like the the added hustle from Gooby, something I'd like to see from Mike, stuff like that. That's what I want to see from Mike. But, yeah, yep. great move by Gooby. And then our final award goes to it's kicker week. It's a kicker season. Uh, it's kicker season. <laughs> me and Kevin picking up last-minute kickers, and Brian 
you playing keep sticking with Tyler Bass? Yeah, I mean, I, I remember the, the kickers of the week. I remember uh, obviously uh, Joe and Kevin picking up the kickers are way better than my achievement here because I remember that uh, uh, going into the draft, I picked up my kicker like round eleven, and it was Tyler Bass right after Justin Tucker, and everybody's like, "What?" <laughs> but yeah, no, that was it was great. There was great kicker pickups from Joe and Kevin. Uh, Joe didn't need it, but it definitely secured the win. And I Kevin, mean, Kevin, it saved his game. If I didn't pick him up, it would have been. Less than a ten point game. Yes, so it was definitely it was definitely warranted, especially yeah. when as you didn't know what was going to happen the rest of the games. But it was uh, definitely a great pickup by you. Tons of points from the kickers. That's why they are important to look at, just not only for matchups but for everything going on. But moving on to the other side of the board with the bonehead moves, we're going to go. Uh, the first one is dropping Latavius Murray for Russell Wilson for Christian. I think this can even be shorted into dropping Latavius Murray. Yeah, um, I mean we spoke about this last week. We we spoke that Christian might need a quarterback with yeah. uh, Kyler out. We were talking about Russell. Um, we said he should drop Pat, which now is looking like a bad move. Plus, yeah. that's one of Christian's little homeboys, you know, little little, little uh, hometown pride, quote unquote. So, uh, but while we do agree that he needed Russell Wilson for the week, Latavius Murray. I mean, I look, hindsight's a bitch, and we can't yeah. really talk about it right now. But Melvin Gordon getting cut definitely um, sucks. Yeah, makes Latavius Murray the top back. He. Dropped him for Russell, and then Latavius just went for big money. Yeah. So, so hurts to see. That hurts. And definitely, I mean, maybe not something that you could have predicted, but something that definitely stings in the in the back end. Uh, the next bonehead move we're going to do is sticking with the Vikings defense on Mike. Again, we just talked about this. Uh, Cowboys are high-powered offense. The defense doesn't let up. Vikings mm-hmm. have looked sloppy at best. Yeah, I didn't like the Vikings defense. I was worried about playing them against Buffalo before I traded them to Mike. Yeah. And they got really lucky in that game, especially with that late, late yeah, touchdown. Exactly. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's just something that maybe, maybe a little bit of the waiver wires on, or a defensive uh, uh, tier option you could have looked at. I'm pretty sure Vikings would have been way down there. So, not the best, but uh, the last bonehead move I think is uh, definitely well-deserved is going to be rolling with Trey McBride, Dom. I, I, we do not understand, we don't understand it at all. Not only is Trey, not only is Trey McBride uh, proven rookie. proven that he's a rookie, that it's the player that was Zach Ertz there in yep. Arizona, but Kyler Murray's hurt. Yeah. So like you're gonna be playing with the maybe maybe like I said before last week, maybe you were hoping for the dumb passes like a T.J. Hawkinson kind of deal, but it Either just way, didn't work out. Didn't work out. It didn't work out, and I don't think I would have thought it would have worked out. But hey, that's that's the way things go. So uh, yeah, I'm getting the wrapping up the last bonehead move of the week. So moving on, we got the ranking review. Um, this week we have two seven and four teams staying staying in the top spot. We have Chris and Christian. Um, <laughs> then we have our two six and five teams. We have Brian jumping up from sixth place all the way into third. Yes, then we have Mike falling down to fourth place. Um, That's just because of points too. Yep. And then we have our five and six teams. We have me and Kevin jumping up three spots each to five and six respectively. Yep. And then Lolly falling three spots to number seven gooby falling down to number eight and dom with the biggest fall dropping four spots taking a tumble down into number nine joining johnny in the basement where he remains with a four and seven record yeah and that's a new place for dom to be i don't think dom's used to sitting down there in the basement not this season at least johnny baked cookies for him on the way down though yep but johnny (laughs) johnny is he's starting to pack his bags he is he's trying he's taking the posters off the wall he's trying to see if he's got any outlets that need to be painted unlike gooby last year who stayed in the basement the entire season yeah johnny is still racking up wins he has a chance to move out 
and we'll he see if he's able to do chance. it. I've never seen somebody get into the playoffs with eight losses, but I have seen somebody get in the playoffs with seven losses, and I think depending on what happens with the rest of the league, Johnny does have a chance to make playoffs. Speaking of percentages for playoffs uh, that we can make here, we're going to go down the list real quick of uh, order. Remember, this is Fantasy Pros um, looking into your next week's games and what they think is going to happen with the situation. Um, we're going to go first with Chris having a 98% chance to make the playoffs. I think the only way he's missing this is with two really big losses um, in it's points. Possible. In points, too, but it is possible. That's why it's only 96. I think same thing with Christian. I've never seen somebody with eight wins miss the playoffs. Yeah. So I think yeah, Christian, Chris. Christian and Chris, if they get one more win in the season, I think they're pretty much locked in. I don't know if they face each other for the next couple weeks, but if they do, then one of them is definitely guaranteed. But that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, going number three is going to be me to make the playoffs at seven and nine, and that's again due just to strictly with wins and the schedule coming up. Uh, and then right under that is going to be Joe with a seventy-two point, seventy-two uh, percent chance. Christian and Chris play each other week thirteen. Week thirteen. So that would be that would, matchup of the week. That so so literally, if they both win Next this week, week, if they if they both win this week, then they're both safe. Yeah. But if they both lose. That means the loser of that has a chance to miss the playoffs, and that That's would be a spicy, spicy matchup. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, so then Joe's sitting at 72, and then we get a big jump from fourth place to fifth place to Mike with 58%. Yeah, and I think for just going before that, I think the reason I'm so much higher than this, even though we all have the same record, oh, it's points. is, is waypoints. It's points, and it's going to come down to points this season 100%. Wins are not guaranteed anymore, fellows. It's going to be points on – we just we just heard that – like half the league has a five six record. So, yeah, because so. I am now sixty five points because of the last couple weeks exactly. ahead of yeah second place. Chris. Yeah, you've been bumping the points, and, and that's that's why um you, you're you're on number four and Mike's number five. Yep. Uh, and then sitting right under him is Lolly at number six, just hitting the playoffs with fifty six percent chance. But it's still anybody's game because three points on three percent under that. It's Gooby sitting at forty three percent. Kevin sitting at fifty percent. And then we get a real big drop to Dom at ninth place, going thirty three percent chance to make playoffs. And then in the bottom, fighting for his life, it's Johnny at a four percent. What was Dom last week? Dom last week was some. It was something like fifty. It was like he was in the fifties. And then losing this week and getting only 80 points really, really hurt his chances. I mean, that it's it's it is what it is. It's just it's just the way that Dom's team, like we said, he got that big blow up week which helped his points. And then we had the uh, 70 point game, which is atrocious. And then we had the 50, the 80 point game. It's just not what's up. Dom you, drops from 62 percent last week all the way down to 33 percent. Yeah, and I mean that's just literally. I mean, I think Fancy Pros expected him. I mean, projections and Sleeper even projected yeah. him to be over 100, but he got under. He got not only under 100, under 90 two weeks in a row. Yeah, that'll drop your percentages real hard so yeah that that's the uh the percentage get in it johnny i mean we're all we're all keeping a close watch on johnny it's gonna be he's gonna be the first one out if anything but we'll we'll see how it goes johnny we'll see how he holds on yeah we'll see how he holds on with that four percent next up let's get into week number 12 and let's start it off with the bang brian we have our trade alert for yeah. week number 12 trade town let's get into it first up we have your trade yeah um we have brian sending chris Olave, raheem mostert and Greg Dolchich to Dom, breaking up the stack, getting A.J. Brown in return. And I want to know how Joe feels about this trade um, before I say my reasoning for it. So, one, very surprised because you did trade Chris Olave. Yes. I thought Chris Olave was going to be a keeper. That's the only reason why I like Dom's side. Right. Um, I think in the end, you win with A.J. Brown. You get the better player. Okay. Um Looking long term, this does help Dom more just because he has a keeper in Chris Olave. Yes. Um, 
still probably a 55-45% win towards you, Brian. Okay. I still think it is a good trade for Dom. Yeah. Even though we are a little low on Mostert because Jeff Wilson came in. Right. Mostert is hurt, which just uh, was announced yesterday. Yeah. Um, I still think overall the way Dom's tr- team has been trending – it's a good trade, but he does break up the stack. Yeah. He gives up the better players, so it is hard to, to support it. Yeah, I mean, when I put it in a, a couple different trade calculators, I saw that it was pretty much even on both sides, especially because it took into account, on at least on the trade calculator I used, Dom's team. My first choice, my first um, thing was, I have Dolchers. I'm never playing Dolchers because I have Dalton Schultz. Yep. So I would say, who needs a... Uh, he's, the, he's the Minnesota throw-in. Exactly, exactly. So he, so I, I was like, I'm never going to play him, but who needs a tight end? That, yep. That'll easily sweeten the pot. Dom starting Trey McBride definitely yep. an easy target. Uh, Mozart obviously I th- I think that he can still get touchdowns. He'll still get touchdowns points. It's a high powered offense. Yeah, it's a high powered offense. But I think like I was telling you two weeks ago, I said it's not sustainable that him and Jeff Wilson will get it. And uh, Olave obviously I I love Olave. He was my boy. I drafted him round six or no, I drafted him round seven this year. He was my guy to go to. But at the same time, he's also a week fourteen buy. And uh, yes. I'm facing Dom week 14. So so you literally <laughs> – I knew we, we spoke about this earlier, but yeah. you literally pulled off the same move I that did. I played. I did. You we had the throwaway trash add-in. Yeah. Well, Dolchish is not trash. Throwaway trash add-in. Okay, added. okay, fine. And then the week 14 by taking away high-powered player from the, our opponent – Putting in our team and giving them a buy. Yes. Also, I think AJ Brown has a very, very easy schedule. I think the Eagles' schedule in general is just super cake going into the, the last half of this season. Yep. Um. I think I think the uh, Packers are one of the hardest matchups they have tonight or uh, this week. So I think it's a very I think it's a decent trade. I think it's uh, something that definitely helps Dom spread his team I out. Think, I think the uh, I don't know. But I don't know if I agree with that because I don't, I just don't know if you you break high powered stacks like that. Well. The the thing is, it's a high-powered stack for one week on Dom. Yeah. Chris, uh, AJ Brown's been getting like a 10, 15 tops. It's not like he's trading away Kelsey or Mahomes. It's, in that it's, stack. it's still tough. It's tough. It's tough. But I think with Dom, I think you need to make this trade because two back-to-back under 100 weeks, it's not looking yep. good. You got to you got to spread some gravy over, over the course of you know trying to hit a higher number. So I, I obviously I like the trade. Dom. Uh, oh, the other thing is, if uh, for whoever I didn't tell, this was a cold trade. Cold trade. I, I sent this trade alert expecting some discussion, some feedback, some swap. Shopping, some counter offers. No, cold trade accepted. Done. I, How I quick? Was, I was super surprised. How? Well, within like half an hour. Wow, quick yeah, trade. Yeah, quick trade. So, so that's. But that's not the only trade that. Yeah. That when happened. there's just like last week, when there's one, there's two. Yep. We have our second trade happening of the minutes week. ago. Yep. Minutes prior ago. to the podcast start, um, we have Goober mm-hmm. sending Chris Godwin to me yes. for Ezekiel Elliott. Brian, how you feel? I have feelings about this trade. I, as much as I am on team, Gooby needs a running back. I don't know how he's surviving with three running backs. Gooby needs to pick up a running back. I think that Zeke is not worth Chris Godwin, in my opinion. In my opinion, I think Tony Pollard breaks that up way too much. I think I think Zeke is closer to, I think in, even if you're high valuing him, probably like a low 20 target, where I think Chris Godwin is easily in the high te- in the middle teens for wide receivers. Yep. So player for player, don't like it. I think if it was Zeke and a bench player, maybe for buys that Gooby needs to deal with on week 14, I could see that a little more. And I yeah. think if Gooby, I think if Gooby talked to you a little more, I think you could have got Zeke and, and a player. 
Well, no, he wouldn't have because this 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 was a interesting trade because not only did was Zeke for Godwin on the table, Zeke for Mike Evans was also on the table. I would have hated that a thousand times worse, a thousand times worse. Right. As much as I don't like Evans, uh, and I and I have personal feelings against Evans and how I don't, th- I think he's just a jump ball guy. Yeah. But I think that Evans is a more valued uh, uh, receiver than. Chris Godwin and I think Zeke is below both of them and but I think Evans is higher so yeah this would be I, a higher disparity yeah I thought I really uh, it went <laughs> down to a coin um the thing for me the hard part is they both are a little injury prone right a little injury prone yeah. Chris Godwin I feel does have I think Mike Evans might have been the better play but I feel also feel like if I trade Mike Evans I'd be saying the opposite um I yeah. think Chris Godwin's also going to get more targets He's a little bit more of a safety blanket mm. where Mike Evans is, like we said, the jump ball guy. He probably will get more red zone looks. Yeah. Um, I mean, either only- way, I get my wide receiver too. Yeah. I mean, this is obviously, okay. Yeah. This is great. Obviously, a great win for you. I think it's yeah. a, I think this is just another player that Gooby might have to sit on his bench if uh, Zeke gets a little more hurt. Because yeah. speaking of injury prone, Zeke has been dealing with injuries. Yeah. And. I, I don't Zeke, think I don't think he has the wide receiver numbers to yeah. to trade away. Godwin. And just like the Christian McCaffrey trade, I'm going for consistency, which I'm hoping um, that Chris Godwin's going to be more consistent. Okay. Where Zeke will be more boomer bust if if they get into the goal line and yeah. he gets the touchdowns, he'll yeah. be more I, boom. I could see that where he could bust with having uh, taking a step behind Tony Pollard. Right, right. Okay. I mean, yeah, either way. I mean, I do hope it works out for both of you. I think that it works out way better for you than it does for Gooby. I still think that Zeke is not worth either of those receivers. Which was, so you would have went Mike Evans over Godwin? If I, well, I said if if it was Mike Evans there, I would have said this is a totally one-sided trade, yeah. in my opinion. But, yes, if I was trading away Zeke and I got the option for Evans, I personally would have went Evans, but that's only because... I mean, but then again, I don't like Evans that much because I think yeah. he's a I think he's a jump fifty fifty guy. I think it's like, hey, if he gets the it's uh, it's it's a weird situation. Yeah. I never really liked Edwin's in the first place. Uh, uh, Evans the, in the first. The place. Also, the thing that scares me is week thirteen. Bucks yes. are playing the Saints. Who knows how Mike Evans is going to be with Marshawn Lattimore? That's will they true. get into another fight? That's true. That's true. We will find out. But moving on, we have the waiver wire wrap ups. Waiver wire was a little, very light week this little, week. A little light, but but there was a lot some of money, money. Thrown, a lot of money thrown around. So we have three moves, eight bids, hundred and six dollars spent, two hundred and thirty six dollars bid. Mm. Our our top bid of the week. We have Latavius Murray after being dropped by Christian, going to Kevin for sixty dollars, spending all of his fab yes. on Latavius Murray. Yes, I don't like it for the price. I think. I mean, so we have outbids. It was five, four, or five total bids on this. We have Christian thirty-seven, thirty-five for Dom, twenty-two for Lolly, and fifteen for you, Brian. And that was all my fat. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I like it. I don't like that. I mean, that I would, offense. I wouldn't have liked Christian picking him back up at thirty-seven dollars either. Yeah. Right? It's just like you said, it's not a high-powered offense. It's a very low percentage snaps. But yeah. then again, he is the starter. So if anybody's going to get oh, they're all of a sudden on the one-yard line from a penalty. Latavius Murray is going to be the guy that's going to try and punch it in. So that's the kind of thing you want to see. They're not going to get – they just lost Melvin Gordon. They're not going to get Javante Williams back this year. I yep. think I think it's for, for a playoff bubble team, I think that's what you need. Christian, yeah. I, would have, I would have hated Christian to get this back because then he would have just got a bench guy. Yeah. Kevin, on the other hand, he's like, hey, if I can get a, a playoff player that gets me in the playoffs with 10 points every week, opposed from Dom and Lolly and me and everybody else that, that might have to fight for that, I think it's a good block and a decent move. I don't, and I don't see anybody really getting on the waivers that's that important running back wise. So yeah. I think it's a decent move. 
Next up, we have Traylon Burks going to Lolly for $44, outbidding my $21. This one, I had Traylon Burks last yes. week, and I dropped him. Um, he, he had a good week. I think he put up like 14 points last week. Yeah, that's the thing. I I, I thought there was going to be more bids on him. I thought there was, too. I mean, I wasn't going to be able to take him, obviously, but Traylon Burks, I mean, like you said, he got 14 points. The week I dropped him, he had three. Originally drafted by Lolly. Yes, so he was he was a, a looker back then when Lolly wanted him. I think this is a solid play moving forward. The thing is, do you trust the Titans' offense outside of Derrick Henry? That's no, thing. but if if Tannehill is is healthy, Traylon Burks is finally healthy. Someone has to get targets there. So if you're gonna throw a flyer, I don't know Lolly's team situation, but if you're throwing a flyer, if mm. you need just like that boom wide receiver, he has the potential to be that. Um, it is late in the season. I don't. I think Lolly had a bunch of money, or I, I don't mean, know where he's at anymore. No, Lolly's he, at a dollar now. He left himself with one dollar after that. Um, but he, I mean, he's he's going to start trailing Burks over people like Allen Robinson, Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins, Josh Dotson. It's a lot of players that like you know. Eh, do I play him this week? And yeah. I think Traylon Burks, out of all of those that I just said, I think he's the guy I'd start. So I think it's a decent move. He put you put him in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, you definitely put him in the conversation. And when you're rotating guys who might be hurt, might be whatever, especially if you're going through the Rams, the Titans, teams like that, I think that's definitely a solid starter in the top of that class for sure. I think it's a decent pickup by Lolly. And then the last move, uh, we have Brian. You picked up Jarek McKinnon for $2. Uh, yeah, this one was basically just a uh, Pachanko insurance. If Pachanko goes down, Jarek McKinnon's obviously the top guy there. Um, also, the thing I forgot to mention in my trade with Dom, it was a three-for-one trade because I have Jamar Chase um, and uh, uh, Marquise Hollywood-Brown coming back. Oh, yeah, Marquise Brown, and I have what's-his-face coming off the pup, too. Oh, wow. I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't realize. Wow. So you're going to have Marquise Hollywood-Brown, Jamar Chase, AJ and Brown. AJ Brown. And AJ Brown is my top three, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I so, didn't realize how deep you actually were. Yeah, so that, that obviously I wanted to make What do you want for Hollywood-Brown? Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> live, live trade, live trade, live trade. No. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll reverse the trade. Yo, reverse the trade, yeah. <laughs> Commissioner Powers activate, form of corruption. <laughs> but, yeah, so that, those are the only waiver wire pickups. Uh, going to the Fab Watch, Christian getting on 100 with 97, Dom sitting at 40, Johnny still sitting at 35, Joe going down to 27, I go down to 13, Lolly at one and Kevin as the first one to hit zero dollars. And moving on, let's go to our week 12 preview. Big or well, not big thing of the week. No buys this week. No buys. So everybody is at full power. Full power before the uh for the Thanksgiving bowls. And our first matchup of the week, we will have myself versus Kevin. Uh, one of the few one of the two five and six games yep, the paired going up games. forward. I say whoever wins the both five six matchups is sitting a lot better getting into the playoff bubble, yep. and whoever loses is gonna have, gonna need a double back to back win to stay in the playoff hunt. So back in week number three, Kevin won this matchup one fifty eighty seven to one thirty five fifty three. Mm. This is the highest projected matchup of the week, yes. probably of the year. There's gonna be a heavy hitter. This is definitely gonna be a heavy hitter. You guys are both at full power, no holdbacks. No, ooh, I'm lucky I got him this week because this guy's on by. No. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be full strength. Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes. You got the Dalvin Cook versus uh, McCaffrey, and you got Jefferson versus CeeDee Lamb. I think this is very, very high point potential on both sides. High point potential. We also have the top two tight ends, Kelsey and Mark Andrews. Yep. Um this is gonna be an interesting matchup. hmm I think this is gonna come down to uh, 
a couple things. One, it's going to come down to how injured Justin Jefferson and J- Lamar Jackson is. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a big poten- uh, potentially screw Kevin on this side of that, that is, ball. Is Justin Jefferson hurt? He's not hurt, but he's also he's he's he's. I mean, okay, that that Vikings game definitely doesn't help. Yeah, the the morale of the team at all. But then again, they're going Monday night tonight, and how good does Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins do on night games? Yeah, Thursday night game against the Patriots. I so yeah, yeah it's. Yeah, that's going to be a really tough matchup. I think it's going to hurt his team. So I think that because Kirk Cousins does not throw well under the lights, he doesn't. It's proven. It's a stat. So I think I think with the stack, unlike last week where I said Dalvin Cook was going to be the crutch, this week I think Justin Jefferson is going to be the crutch. Kevin, of course, hopes I'm wrong. Yeah, I I don't like Lamar. Um, He hasn't been playing well uh, Mm -hmm. since the start of the season, and it. I think that I think. The, the, his stack is just not gonna not gonna live up to it. Yeah, but then again, your stack I do like your stack a lot more this week than I did last week. Obviously, they they're Mahomes Kelsey. They're gonna yeah. get points, um, but I think they have a pretty good matchup this week. Uh, your stack for yeah. sure, um, and then also like you said, I think CD Lamb's gonna bounce back. I think Dallas usually plays well on Thanksgiving at the four o'clock game today, so I think that's gonna be a good uh, thing on you fighting against. Uh, I think Kevin's gonna have Amari. good. Yeah, I think I think Kevin's gonna have good games from uh james connor amari cooper is at home so he should have another good game lockett could have another good could come back off the bye having a good game um but yeah i think i think you're right here i think the the vikings the vikings duo is gonna is gonna be down this week i th- yeah i mean because especially because the the vikings might be another down game where they're gonna get a little bit shut out that's gonna hurt dalvin cook's uh, run percentage too because they're yeah. not gonna be running the ball so i think it's gonna be definitely a scary matchup for kevin but he's not out of it because he's got Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. That's going to be solid. Amari uh, Cooper is home, home, so they're going to get a bunch of points. I like the Latavius Murray start, but I feel like he should put Brandon Ayuk in the conversation there. Yeah, I I, I would one hundred percent play Brandon Ayuk. He has a good matchup. You know, Debo is going to be covered by uh, Marcus Lattimore, mm. and Ayuk has been really good. He's been solid. Yeah, he's. Since week number six, 24 points, 11 points, 17 points, 9 points, mm. 15 points. He's been really good. I, he think, is, I think he's got a solid floor that a couple of your other players yeah. in your lineup don't have. He's the 15, the 15th wide receiver on the year. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I really think that if Kevin could possibly make room, maybe Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray mm-hmm. is a good matchup, but again, that's not a high-powered offense. You don't know if he's going to have the ball a lot. Yeah. Uh, especially, they're probably not going to be up. The only potential move... So, Looking at my team real quick, yeah. I think I think CD is actually going to, even though it looks like a bad matchup, I think he's going to have a great game against the Giants. He scored 18 yeah. points against them earlier, mm-hmm. and I believe both the, the Giants cornerbacks are hurt. Yes, I believe at least one of them is definitely hurt. I think the other one is recovering and might play this week. But yep. I can, I can, yeah, they're, they're And then the only move that so is, the only move I'm potentially thinking about right now is switching out Christian Watson for Samaji P. Ryan if Mixon is ruled out. Really? Mm-hmm. Even though Christian Watson has had two great games. I like taking out Christian Watson, though, because Philly's defense yeah. is good, and it looks like it's going to potentially rain there. So I do not trust Aaron Rodgers to uh, Watson that in that game at all. Yeah. At all. So that I would say either put in – Maybe I, you know what I, I'm going to say that you should probably take Watson out and put in Paris Campbell regardless. Uh, he, I am looking at him because Paris Campbell has a great game against Pittsburgh, and their defense, their corners have not been the best all. Luckily, season. Watson and doesn't play till Sunday night. 
Campbell doesn't play till Monday. So you got options. So I have I have time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I think going into it, you guys are projected. You're gonna you're projected right now to win by three points. Yes, super close projections. Very close. I think this is gonna be a 15 point game either way. I don't know who's gonna win it though. I think one of you is gonna outscore the other by at least 15 points. Okay, that that's my that's my take. And my hot take is that. Oh, let's see. You know, my hot take is going to be, again, the, the Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson stack is going to get under 15 combined. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> combined. Combined, they're going to get under 15 because I think they're. I think Minnesota is going to devolve into bullshit again. I, I don't trust it. I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Next up, Brian, we have your matchup. We have Brian versus Mike. This uh, Both six and five teams. So our only six and five teams are matching up this week. Yes. And look, looking at it, Mike has really good matchups, but I don't think they're going to play off for him. No, yeah, Mike has decent matchups. Um, uh, I do like the fact that he's uh, starting Mariota. I think Mariota is a better option over Rodgers, especially in Philly, like we just talked about. Uh, but I still wouldn't trust Mariota. I'd probably see if I can get a running back, get a, or I mean, get a quarterback somewhere in the mix. Um, he's is starting the Commander stack again as well. Yep, they are against Atlanta. I think this is one of the few games where the Atlanta the uh, the commander stack works really, really well, so that's good. Um, and I do like Njoku against Tampa Bay tonight. Or is it tonight? No, yeah, on Sunday, sorry. Mm-hmm. I do like uh, Tampa Bay, uh, Njoku into Tampa Bay on Sunday. I think that's going to be a good move. Yeah, uh, just looking at Mike's matchups, you know, he, do, he Justin Jefferson, I'll say he'll probably get around 15 points. Um, Devonta Smith. Oh, he's up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah. Um, he's had two ten-point games in a row. He's going to have a down week. He'll be under. He'll be around six points this week. Yep. Um, I don't know how I feel about his. I I, I just think, as much as the green we see, I think he's going to be down. I hate his bench. Um, there's really no moves he can do. He's yeah. he's locked in everywhere. I will say historically, I have I am I have only one win on Mike in the last six years yeah so historically i do not do well against mike but i think i got a chance to really take this one i'm projected over him right now the games have started for the of the lions game against buffalo yeah so john uh, williams is a lock for me and in you, my have, spot. you have set deandre swift i'm treating him like a backup from now on like they I said. are in the red zone yeah so he has, we'll we'll see how that works out the scary deandre thing, swift has started as well Yes. Um, one carry for no yards. Yes. Um, the, the, I think that what's going to come down to, I mean, Jamar Chase is back at practice. Yeah. Marquise Brown could be back. Oh, man. Um, looking at it, I think it, overall you're going to have the edge. I think this is going to be about a 115. I think Mike's going to be sub 100 again. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think you take the win. I think Nick Chubb's going to have a bad game. I agree, too, but I don't think I'm going to be able to sit him ever. No. So, <laughs> I, I, but, but I do think he will have a bad game. I think he'll be under 10. Yeah, I do think that, um, But I think A.J. Brown is going to have a bounce-back week. I hope, yeah. Um, I mean, you're going. it's A.J. Brown versus Devonta Smith right now. Yep, yep. Uh, I don't like Pittman, even though it looks like a good matchup. I just don't think he is Matt Ryan's favorite target there. Um, favorite but, target or not, he does get the receptions. The thing is, I don't know if I'm going to trust Pittman uh, – Pittman. I'm not sure if I'm going to trust uh, Indiana's line against the uh, pay, the, the uh, Pittsburgh defense. Yeah, that's the thing because T.J. Watt and uh, Minka Fitzpatrick are both back. I, will I think say, they're not going to have enough time. to get I the would ball. trust Drake London over Pittman, and if Jamar Chase comes back, you play 
uh, Jamar Chase. I don't think even if Jamar Chase comes back this week, I don't think I could play him. He's gonna uh-huh. be on, he's gonna be on limited pitch count regardless. If anything, I might switch in Brian Robinson for Pittman. So here's the other thing I'll say: I think Isaiah Pacheco actually gets into the end zone this week, Ooh, and Aaron like Jones that. is going to be under eight points. Ooh, okay. You, you know, know what? Biggest brain play or bold prediction? AJ Dillon outscores Aaron Jones this week. Okay, my big, my bold prediction is that I'm going to be scared by the Commander stack, and the Commanders are going to get combined over 50 points. But I think I'm still going to beat Mike by 15. Yeah, so, I think you'll bring it back in these late games. Yeah, the late games are really where I'm going to, I think, shine. Or actually, Mike's going to lose it. He has a lot of late game. This I week. also have a lot of stock in the four o'clock games with the with the Cowboys with Dak Prescott, Dalton Schultz, and. The Cowboys defense. So either way, we'll Brian, I think you'll be number. Th- you'll be holding your number three position I'm, at the I'm, end of this week. I'm I'm hoping on it. I'm hoping on it. So moving on to the next matchup, we're gonna have Dom versus Christian. One four. Uh, Dom versus Christian. Uh, last week, week three, Dom took the victory. One fourteen three to Christian's ninety five point eight. And oh, how the tables have turned. Yeah, tables have turned. Christian has been on his six game winning streak. I don't think he breaks that. Um, I think. He has good match. He has the better players all around, especially after that trade. Um, yeah. I mean, okay. I if, think if Kyler Murray doesn't play, this game is close. But if he does play, if he away? does play, it's a runaway. Okay. Um. Actually, I don't even know. I think it's just going to be a runaway. I'm going to say bold prediction. Dom remains in Johnny's position. He'll be under 100 for a third straight week. Ooh, okay. I think that Chris Olave is actually going to get a touchdown this week and probably okay. a big game. So I think Olave is going to score for over 20. That's just me hoping for my boy. But I I don't like Kamara at all. I, nope. I, I think Dom starts the wrong Tampa Bay running back. So right you, now he has Rashad White in. But if I he, like that. If he makes a change, he's, he's going to – Whatever Tampa Bay running back he plays, it's going to be the wrong one. So his highest, the higher scoring Tampa Bay running back is going to be on his bench. Correct. Okay. All right. I mean, I like that. So let's see. We got Rashad White. That's fine. I, I mean, that's also I, depending on if Leonard Fournette plays. Yes, that too. He's very questionable coming into the week. I think Jalen Hurts is going to be a surprise big boom here because it is going to be a rainy game, and I don't think they're going to trust Miles Sanders as much. I think he's going to keep the ball and run it in for yeah. touchdowns. So I think uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be a little scary going into it. That being said, Darius Slayton sitting on your sitting uh, starting on your flex along with Raheem Mozart. I like Mozart this week. I don't like him for the future, and I don't mm-hmm. think Darius Slayton's a good play this week. Yeah, I, yeah, um, I agree with that. I think Dallas has pretty good cornerbacks. Mm. Um, the interesting is, thing is, Dom does he did not trust Damian Pierce after his bad game last week, his first currently terrible game of the year. Yeah, currently on his bench. We will see. How that goes, I think that's going to be, um, I think he's going to outscore the the whatever Tampa Bay running back is in. I think uh, Damian Pierce will outscore that that player. Okay, all right, we'll we'll see about that. Over on Christian's side, I do like his matchups a lot. Um, questionable option is uh, sitting Tyler Boyd if. I think that's a move that you can look into if uh, Jamar Chase doesn't play. I think Tyler Boyd's a good option there. I don't know who you pull out. I think that's you, the thing. I don't know who you pull out. I think it's going to be Dave Montgomery though against the Jets. Yeah, the Jets do have a good run defense. Yeah. Um, they might have to rely on David Montgomery because Justin Fields 
it has that hurt shoulder injury. He is the only running back in Chicago. Right. So you're thinking that maybe he'll take more of the he'll back take load. more of the lead. But you yeah. are right. The Jets are there. If if you make a move, it's that's the move. But I don't know if I trust it. Yeah, that's the only move I think you can be a little up and down with. I think either way you're fine. I don't think it's a bad move either way um, because I do like both your running backs up there with Eckler and Pollard. I like your wide receivers with Salmonar St. Brown, Tyreek Hill, Pat Fairmuth on the tight ends, fine. And Christian Kirk's going to be a solver. I yeah. think it's just the one player that you're kind of juggling. I with. think you could also. If you want to play really, really risky, which Christian does not, but go on. <laughs> you play Garrett Wilson with Mike White at quarterback, hoping that Garrett Wilson becomes like his a little new bit favorite of safety. target. Yeah, yeah, but he could also be completely faded. So. That's what I say. If yeah, you, if you a, want to be a, real risky, that's a risk. You could play Garrett Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Um, this matchup, I don't think Dom's going to get under hundred, but I do think Christian's going to win it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, again, I kind of want Christian to lose it just so we have that really spicy next week matchup. Yeah. But at the same time, I think Christian's going to take it. Yeah, I think it's going to be 120, 122, 97. 122, 97. I'm going to give Dom a little little more respect than that. I'm going to give him, the for the Thanksgiving, sitting across family table, getting Thanksgiving done in his house, I'm going to give Dom the 110 to Christian's 115. I think it's going to be real close. Okay. Real close. Next up, we have Lolly versus Gooby back in week number three. Uh, Gooby beat Lolly 136-25 to 105-54. The other five and six matchup that's looking to be a uh, potential buster of the season, depending on who wins and who loses here. What do you think about this? Um, I think no matter – I think we're, we are, we are going to lead into this revenge tour uh, for everybody because I think Lolly's team is going to take it. Um, I, I it's don't hard to say that though with a lot of his uh, <sighs> bad matchups, but I do think Lolly has a great chance to make this a really yeah. hard fight. So we have Tua coming back. Uh, I think Tua actually is going to have a pretty good game. Yeah. Um, it looks like a bad matchup, but Tua is going to have a good game. Hopefully for Lolly, he's targeting Waddle a lot. Uh huh. Um, I think TJ, if anything, is going to have TJ Hawkinson is going to have the breakout game. Okay. In New England. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll outscore bold position. He outscores Justin Jefferson really? and Dalvin Cook combined. Okay, okay. I do like that. And I do like Saquon this week, even though it looks like it's a bad matchup against Dallas. I think Saquon is going to get at least the 15 points he's projected. He did put up 20 points against Dallas earlier yeah, in the season. Yeah. So I think I think regardless, Saquon's pretty much uh, like Chubb. He's pretty much yeah. matchup proof at this point, um, unless D- Daniel Jones does it himself, which of course Lolly does not want to see. Um, on the Lolly's matchups look. Horrible. They look horrible, but I think it's a. I think it's a trap. I think yeah. Lolly's team is still going to hit his projected one twenty five minimum. Yep. I think minimum Lolly's going to hit his projected. Mike, on the other hand, even though it looks Gooby. close, I'm sorry, Goobies. It's a picture of Mike. I get so confused. <laughs> uh, um, Gooby, on the other hand, I think his projections are a big trap. I think he, yep. he looks like he's going to get one twenty one. I think he's got a very high chance to get close closer to hundred than than he thinks. Yeah, I think it's going to be a down week. I mean. Derrick Henry has been a beast the past couple of weeks. Mm. Um, I'm going to say, you know, he went 35-23-7, then 24. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be around 10 or below. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor will have a big week, though. I um, do think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a, a really good week. Yeah, I think he, Jonathan Taylor is poised to pop off. Yeah, I really like them um, with Jeff Saturday. I think he, they're going to force the ball through Jonathan Taylor. He's going to yep. have a big week. I do like that because I think Derrick Henry and Zeke are going to be both under 15 this week because mm-hmm. I think they both have really hard matchups. Uh, Zeke going against the Giants, even though he did 
well last time they went up yep. together. I think that uh, Pollard's definitely cemented himself as like the one A one A situation over there. Even Pollard might be a little more valuable than Zeke with that injury he's been facing. So I think Zeke's going to put up. I think under 10. I, I just said both of them are under 15. I think Z's going to go under 10, unfortunately. Hopefully not for Gooby's sake, but I think Peoples-Jones is going to do great. I think DK Metcalf's going to do fine against the Raiders. I think Ramondre Stevenson's going to be great against Minnesota, and I think uh, his special teams are, are no slouch either. I think Gooby's really poised to... I think they're both poised to do okay, but I think Gooby has a big chance to get a big slip somewhere. And I, I, I can feel it, but I don't know where to pinpoint Any it. moves you would make? On Gooby's team? Yeah. I don't know if there is any you can make. Depends on if Juju plays. You think you put Juju over Jonathan People Jones? He's practicing, and Kad- and Kadarius Tony's probably not playing this week. I think I'd put Juju not over Donald's Peoples. I don't think you could bench Zeke after you trade for him. I don't think you could bench him. You're right, but that's exactly what I would do. That's my that's that's my that's that's what I do. If if I mean I granted yes I traded him and sure whatever, but I think if I traded him I'd play him next week. Yeah. Especially because it's a short week injury whatever. Um, I'd say hey the cool this is this sets me up for week thirteen fourteen to get the playoffs. But I think I'd rather trust, um, Juju over Zeke this week, especially with with you don't have Tony there, mm. so that he's going to be top option over there besides Kelsey. I mean I, I don't know how you pass that up, but, but uh, going going back to uh. Lolly's side, any moves I'd make for him? I don't think so. Like I said, he's got a big section of uh, uh, wide receivers there that are kind of on the same deal. They're very, very matchup dependent. The best matchup on paper is Dotson. I think I'd play him. Uh, you'd, you'd play Dotson? You'd play John Dotson? I'd play Dotson. Ooh. Do- Dotson over who? Traylon Burks? Uh, or George Pickens. I mean. Or Pickens? Pickens. Eh, Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> Either one. It's, it's, I think it's, I, it's I a think very I would, hard carousel yeah. of players down there. I think Lolly's got a very good problem to have where he's got a ton of talent, but it's just going to be like, hey, all of them are going to get around like 8, 10 points. Which one's going to get the touchdown? Yeah. yeah. I think in the end, uh, this matchup is going to be under projection. We're going to be at both both teams in the teams, and Ooh, okay. Lolly's going to pull out the win. Different than mine, but we both say Lolly's going to win. Okay, I got it. All right, all right. I think I still think Lolly's going to hit his projections, but at the end, I think Gooby's going to be sailing a little low to the radar. I just can't pinpoint why. I want to say it's going to be from Zeke, but I he might shut my mouth up this week with the Zeke projections. Last matchup, though, for the week, we're going to go to the matchup of the week, and it's going to be a surprising one. It's going to be Chris versus Johnny, the number one versus the number ten. And back in week number three, these were this was the matchup of the week. Johnny actually took the win 95-98 to Chris's 89-35. Yes, and that was back when Chris didn't have DeAndre Hopkins back yet. He was yep. going through, rolling through a couple injuries. I think uh, uh, Diggs got a little banged up on that 40-point uh, game against me, and he uh, got a very low points week three. I think this is going to be a repeat of a brawl between these two. I think it's going to be within 10 points regardless. But I think it's going to be low. It's going to be a repeat of last time. Chris last week was under 100 points. He yes. was at 83 points. Um and unfortunately for Chris, I think this actually would have helped him out. Um, maybe he was on the other side of that of trade talks. Yes, he could have got Zeke. Um, for Mike Evans. Um, I think in the end, it's going to help that Chris didn't make this trade. Yeah, but for this week with Joe Mixon hurt. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't really have much on his bench. The only other right uh, running back. He, on his bench is Darrell Henderson, mm. who just got cut and picked up by Jacksonville. Yes. So Chris is going to have to make a move, and I don't know if there's anything to, out there. To be completely honest, 
I know we say don't ta- don't start people after they've been dropped or traded mm-hmm. or whatever. I think Henderson for at least week thirteen and fourteen. I think that's a solid option because they use NTN as a lot of a wide out pass catching back. It's a bad matchup. It's a bad matchup this week. Don't start him this week, Chris. If you're listening to this, please yeah. do not start. Uh, do not start Daryl Henderson this week. And you should probably look for somebody to pick up. But moving forward, I do like Daryl Henderson where he landed. I like him as the big back to Travis NTN sneaky pass catching back. So I think that's a good combo. And I don't think it's a bad it's a bad landing spot. It's not like Melvin Gordon. Where he hasn't picked up if, yet. If I'm go, if I'm Chris, I'm going to the waiver wire. I'm picking up Tyler Algier. Pick up Tyler Algier and just he put six point nine. Just put points. Goddard in your uh, IR slot. Yeah, he's got the space. He can do it. Uh, I I think that Chris is going to have a good game against with Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow yes. is going to be a great game, and I think it's going to offset Johnny T Higgins, which is going to be pretty good too. Um, Herbert throwing. He doesn't. Uh, Chris isn't probably going to have Mike Williams. Though is he starting? Is he questionable? He is questionable. He high ankle sprain. He didn't practice. Did not Wednesday. practice. Will probably not be here. He's probably going to have to play DeAndre Carter. Mm. I I feel bad for Chris. I actually I would have felt now that I'm looking at it, I would have felt worse taking away Mike Evans. No, yeah, Mike Evans is definitely a better player yeah. than Zeke. I would I would have hated it. I would have hated if Chris got. But uh, Chris Zeke. is going to have to make some moves because he's going to make some moves. It's not looking good. Um currently for him no but i feel like he can pull it off i feel like he can make it happen so we'll we'll see how that we'll see how that plays out but either way i think this is going to be very close i don't think it's going to be both on 100 i think both teams are going to surprise you i think it's going to be super close game i don't know how the point is but i do know they're both going to be over 110 that's my over 110 that's my prediction both under 100 I mean, you can't. I mean, look at their projections right now. It's one thirteen to one eighteen. Johnny wins. If Johnny wins, <laughs> all right. Not that I want this to happen, but if Johnny wins and Christian loses and Chris loses, that's going to be the spiciest so matchup. Spicy. It's going to be the spiciest matchup of the freaking season. I kind of want to see it just so I can comment and on it. It's going to be so crazy. I want to bring Johnny's hopes up. Yes, cause because if, next because week I'm going to smash him down when I kick his ass. Oh, my God, the <laughs> reversal. The reversal. Because, again, Johnny only has a 4% chance to make playoffs. If he loses this week, it's pretty much He's KO. Out. He's KO out of the playoffs. Yeah, Johnny wants to keep his playoff hopes alive. Johnny, I'm rooting for you, but I, I, don't, I can't call it either way. I think so, it's going to be too close to call. So if Johnny loses this week, he has two weeks to make up two spots because two of the five and six teams are winning, so he will be two – uh, wins behind the bubble and his points are abysmal. Yeah, so he's never going to make it. Yeah, so, yeah, so he's out. Loss this he, week. L- loss means out. out, and again, like Christian, a win means he's made it. Christian's in the playoffs. If he, uh, Christian and Chris, both if they win a game, correct, they're in the playoffs. So, so this this matchup is matchup of the week. Not only because it's going to be a close game, we think, but. If Johnny wins and Chris loses, it keeps things super spicy, but it's also playoff clinch and a playoff bust for Johnny or for Chris and Johnny respectively. So we'll we'll see how that move goes moving forward. Because I mean, I I just think I just think Johnny's gonna he's got Harris and Allen in right now, and I think that's gonna be a combined good score. So we'll we'll see how that works. We'll see how it goes. And with that, we'll end the week here. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Everybody bless your turkeys. Bless uh, your turkeys. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Bless your turkeys. Have some good cranberry sauce, some good stuffing. Get your potato pump. Get, get it all. I hope the, I hope the fantasy gods blesses your team. A lot of games playing today. hope all the knees, all the arms, all, all the ankles, all the, all the, the heads, head, the, head, the, the concussions. Yes, yes. I think everything, everything's got to stay solid because it's going to be a good day. Everybody go to church. Hallelujah. See you guys next time. See you next week.